Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hebrew Academy Elementary School Parsha Pod with your host, Rabbi Jeremy Litton. Parsha Pod gives us the unique ability to see the Parsha through the eyes of our children. Welcome to this week's episode of Parsha Pod. We are with our fifth graders, um, amazing fifth graders, who have studied this week's Parsha, Parsha Mishpatim, which is actually a difficult Parsha, and they have some amazing questions. Um, Sammy and Ari Shmuel and Ari came up with an amazing question. Their question is, we know that an Evid Ivri, a Jewish slave, is only for a term of six years. But we know that a non-Jewish slave could be bought for their whole life. So the question is, why not? Why can't a Jewish person be bought for his whole life also, just like a non-Jewish slave? And our answer comes from David, David Turetsky. David Turetsky, what do you have to tell everyone? What's the answer? Why? Because, uh, because Jews, like, they can't be a slave for a lifetime because they already have a God and, like, we're slaves to him, so we can't be slaves to other people. So David would like to answer that since we're already slaves to Hashem for our whole lives, right? We're, ev- we're Ovdei Hashem, the Jewish people. It's impossible for us to be a real Eved to someone else permanently. But to pay back something that we might owe, we can do through working, but that's only for a six-year term. Correct? David, would you be okay being a slave for even six years? No. Why not? Because I don't want to work for somebody. You don't want to work for someone? You want to be your own boss? I mean, I don't want to, like, I don't want someone telling you what to do. Let's say you owe someone money. What would you do? I'd give them the money. Well, let's say you didn't have the money. Uh, I'd be their slave. I guess you'd be their slave. All right, great answer. Thank you so much, David. So the next question we have for this week was, why if an Evid Ivry wants to continue being a slave uh, with his master, does he get pierced in the ear, which is painful? Why not just say continue being a slave? So we have the answer from Juliet, from Leah, who's gonna give us an answer. What do you think? Um, it's because like, why would you still wanna be a slave and be tired all the time and get her and work and you're already a slave of Hashem why do you want to keep being a slave of someone else so really you're saying who's who are we supposed to be a slave to Hashem right and that's a good thing but are we ever supposed to be less than another human no because all people are what what really um slaves no a slave to Hashem yeah. but are people are people really better or worse than another no all people are really what then the same? The same. And we're equal. And not one person should be put above another person that you should be a slave for them. It's only an uncertain situation. So if you want to continue with that, what do we say to you? Um, that they're going to like pierce your ear. Right, which is basically saying we're going to give you pain to remind you who you should really be a slave to. Hashem. Very only. good. Juliet, thank you for that answer. But let me ask you one more question. Since you already have your ears pierced, Right? And it might, maybe it's not so bad, right? Let's say you were, you were at someone's house and they were treating you really nicely. They gave you a good bedroom. They, they feed you well. 
Would you want to stay a slave and get your ears pierced again? No. Okay, why not? Because I, I still wouldn't want to be a slave for someone. They would, like, boss me around all the time. Even if they gave me nice things, it doesn't mean that I'm not a slave. What happens if you had a slave? Would you boss your slave around? Um, yeah. You would. All right, yeah. great answer. <laughs> great answer. All right, Julia, thank you so much. Um, our next question comes from Eitan and Bernard. And Bernard. Bernard, what's your Hebrew name? Birchia. What a great name. Okay, so we have, we have Eitan and Birchia with an amazing question. The question was To the Ten Commandments, the Aserta Dibrod, are those something, even though we're going back to last week's parasha a little bit, is that something that applies to all people, even non Jews, or is it something that's specifically for Jewish people? And our answer comes from um, Benjamin. Binyamin? In Ivrit, Binyamin de la Zerda is going to give us the answer. So, not all the laws apply to people who are not Jewish, but like the Jews got the Asera de Debro, and some of those laws are like do not steal, do not kill, and the laws of Ne Noah, which are like for the laws of everyone, the laws that Noah got, are like also do not, do not steal, do not kill, and they share a lot of some laws that are in the Sarah he wrote. So the answer is some of them, not all of them. Good. So some of the laws that were commanded to B'nai Noach that are also in the Sarah that wrote are going to apply to everyone, and that means they're going to be binding. However, we're going to say also just one additional thing to add. The spirit of the laws, right, the, the laws stand for, according to the Rambam, really should be for everybody. Everyone's heart can get to that place. However, if it's only commanded to you if you're a Jewish person, However, the ones that were to B'nai Noach were commanded to all people. So the ones that carry over would be for all people as well. Great answer from Binyamin. Let's ask Binyamin one question. Which is your hardest of the B'nai, of the Aserda Dibrod? If you had to pick one that was hard for you to do, which one would that be? Easily, don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. I actually would agree with you. That is by far one of the hardest of the, of the um, Aserda Dibrod. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Our, our next question was asked by Linoy and Devora, and their question was, why does Shemitah exist? Why can't we work, why can't the farmer, Jewish farmer, work the land in the, sixth, in the seventh year? Um, why is that law even a law in the first place? Our answer comes to us from Perla Schwartz. On all the other six years, the farmer probably thinks that he's the one making the plants grow because he waters them and he takes care of them. But on the seventh year, the farmer realizes that the crops are growing on its own and it's not him doing the work at Hashem. Very good. Now, you might think about davening, right, in the morning. And we make a bracha every morning that Hashem is the one who... Pokeach Ivrim, he's the one who lets us see. Why do you think we make that bracha in the morning? What might a person think? That um, 
himself is the one making himself see, but Hashem is actually the one making you see. So we see that a lot of our brachot, a lot of the mitzvot that we have, are to make sure we recognize that Hashem's in this world, right? Yeah. Awesome. All right, and also, how do we remember, what do we have to remember that Hashem created the world? What mitzvah do we have that we remember Hashem created the world in seven days? And then he rested. Oh, Shabbat. Very good answer. Okay, Perla, wishing you a Shabbat Shalom. Thank you, you too. Well, that's all the time we have for our Parsha Pod this week. Wishing everyone out there in podcast land a Shabbat Shalom. And then we all have in mind our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael who are fighting for our people. Shabbat Shalom, and may we all be safe.